Hello, everyone, and welcome to Reap the Spoils. I'm Mark Sullivan. I'm Delilah Lugo. And I'm Jason Kwasnicki. Today, Delilah, what are we talking about? Spider-Man Miles Morales. Yeah. We are talking about a launch title for the PS5. It's also available on PS4, but uh, launch title for the PS5. Hey, guys, next gen is here. It's now current gen. That's right. It's going to be hard to make that adjustment. It's kind of like when the year turns over, like in 2021, we're all still going to be saying it's 2020. Actually, no, maybe not because 2020 is such a hellscape of a year. Everyone's looking forward to never having to call it that again. (laughs) But uh, I think everyone's looking forward to to next gen becoming current gen. And uh, hopefully they're looking forward to us talking about Spider-Man Miles Morales. So, yeah, Reap the Spoils is a monthly spoiler cast. We play a game, we talk about it, and we come back and kind of digest that information of what we just experienced and, and, and put it all out there for you to listen to. If you uh, need someone to talk to, want to wanna listen to people who just played a game you just played or a game you really like, talk about it. You come to, you come to this show and you hear us bitch at each other for two hours. Um, that being said, if you have not played Spider-Man Miles Morales, uh, do not listen to the show. Go play the game, then come back and listen to it, because we don't want to be the thing that ruins it for you. Um, yeah. We also did one on Spider-Man, yeah. so you can check that out, but we might mildly spoil Spider-Man here, it's a good because point. it does connect yeah i i I don't know that well no there's one big thing that will be brought up that was brought up in 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 the first spider-man game but hopefully if you're playing miles morales you played the first one um if you by some chance haven't you can get it for like 20 bucks with all the dlc for ps4 or you could get the ultimate edition upgrade with miles um to get the ps5 version we'll kind of talk about that because that is like a whole (laughs) Got a free platinum. Fucking yeah, there's that too. But the, there's there's like a whole fucking mess surrounding that. Uh, we'll we'll talk about that in in a few minutes. Trust me. Uh, are we ready to jump into a history lesson? Yeah. Jason. Uh huh. All right. So uh, just just like a quick background about the character. I don't want to go like too in depth about like the comics history because we're not here to talk about the comics. We're here to talk about the game. But Miles Morales was introduced in 2011 um in an ultimate spider-man yes it's not what he originally he originally was not in the um mainline yeah continuity in the in the alternate universe yeah in the in the in the ultimate series he was he was introduced uh following the death of peter parker uh he was brought on as sort of a replacement spider-man for peter when when he died um so that's all I want to say about the comics, um, there's, there's, we could probably spend a whole episode talking about that, but not here to talk about that. Um, as it pertains to this game, the Insomniac Canon, which I found out is officially designated Earth uh, 1048. Um, mm. In the Insomniac Canon, we were introduced to Miles in, in this universe in 2018 with Marvel Spider-Man. Uh, developed by Insomniac. He is a Miles that exists alongside Peter. Um, he gets spoilers. Yeah, like spoilers for that game. Uh, he gets bitten by a spider like towards the end and reveals to Peter 
hey, I've got spider powers. And then Peter reveals to him, hey, I do too. So they're kind of spider pals after that. Yeah, um, they're, they're pretty wanton in these games with who they reveal. They reveal their identities. Yeah, to well, yeah, that's something I definitely. Funny. That's something I definitely want to talk about with this game in particular. Like, hey, all of Harlem, my son is Spider Man. All right, we'll 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 get into that. Um, but yeah, the the game Marvel Spider Man Miles Morales was revealed on June 11th during the PS5 reveal event. Um. And messy, very, very messy messaging uh, was to follow. Because we got the trailer. I don't know about you guys. I was really hype. I really like Miles. I was definitely excited about a game focusing on Miles. Um, And it was seemingly, we found out later it was a launch title, but it was seemingly an early title for the PS5, which is supposed to come later that year. Obviously, it came out. Um, But what followed was just a lot of PR, like, backups trying to explain what this thing was. People thought it was the second Spider-Man to which they had to come out and say, no, 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 it's a standalone expansion. Uh, mostly compared to, like, Uncharted The Lost Legacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're not familiar with that, that was a that was a supposed to be a DLC for Uncharted 4. It was released on its own, not as a DLC, uh, because it kind of bloated out in scale. But it is still a shorter Uncharted experience, focusing on a different cast of characters, and was priced at a lower price point. And this they they wanted to kind of give this as like the same uh, blueprint of it being a shorter or smaller in scale thing. Um priced at a at a at a more budget price it turned out that it was 50 bucks uh on its own um but yeah past that they revealed the launch edition and the ultimate edition and the pricing structure just got messy after that because you could get spider-man remastered with the ultimate edition which would be 20 dollars more but you couldn't buy that outside the ultimate it was just a mess to the point where a lot of people made fun of it <laughs> rightfully yeah, so yeah and it's especially yeah. messy when they release something like the ps5 collection and they could have just put spider-man there or this, not it, even that but... it seems it seems quite clear that this was never intended originally from insomniac's point of view this was never intended to be like a ps5 launch thing it was mandated to be so because sony needed something else i would to pad out personally, Souls. personally i would argue the opposite that they didn't want to leave they didn't want to leave the um, player base on PS4 alone with nothing, so they made it so it was cross-generational, but it was intended to be a PS5 game. By, by the point that they started I'm not working on it, this... I'm not saying it wasn't meant to be cross-generational. I'm just saying I have a, I have a feeling they might have had... because Oh, that they rushed cont- to get it out cont- for launch? Yeah, content-wise, this is a $20 DLC. This is not a $50 game. Okay. I would... But we'll, we'll get into yeah, that we'll, later. Yeah, we'll, but... we'll get more into that. But point being was they had to they had to come out and explain a lot of different things about this one game over like several months. And yeah, yeah like I, Delilah, I think it was you pointed out like it, it wasn't on the PS Plus collection. Um, not only that, but if you plug if you put in your PS4 disc for Spider Man, it's the PS4 version. There's yeah. no free upgrade there, which a lot of which at the time when that was revealed, uh, that was like the new hotness of these developers coming out and saying, hey, 
we're making a PS5 version of our game that's already out on PS4, and you can upgrade it for free. Um, that it should it should have been like that, or it should have been with the. I mean, why is God of War there and Spider Man's not? That's a shame. Yeah, and the P. Yeah, I mean, and 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 I a conversation for another time, but it makes me very suspicious of the fact that Horizon Zero Dawn's not on that collection either. Mm-hmm. Um, but conversation for another time. Um. Yeah, so the game did come out November twelfth, alongside the PS five, uh, November, um, and on the PS four as well. Uh, Delilah and I played it on PS five. Jason played it on PS four. And yeah, that's that's the history lesson. It's kind of a brief one, yeah. just because the you know the, the time span between the first game and and now is is pretty short. Um, and, and understandably, and understandably so there are are very very little new assets in this game yes mm-hmm. um yeah so we can just go ahead and speak to that last warning if you haven't played this game stop listening now but we're gonna just start talking about it um yeah it's the same map which i wouldn't have not made... even ju- not even just that enemies are all reskins yeah i mean i wouldn't have expected it any other way at least, at least from the the map perspective, like even even the bases and stuff are are pretty similar. Now, maybe not all of them, but at the very least, the stuff outside in the city, you know, the construction zones where you're fighting um, the underground faction, mm-hmm. um, yeah, those are pretty much reused. With some new things, there's like new walls and caches and new iconography on the walls and stuff. But like, it's ostensibly the exact same thing with minor differences. Oh, the Chrysler building's gone. There's yeah. that because <laughs> of uh yeah I saw I saw like a I didn't actually watch the video I saw there was some kind of like lawsuit no I like I, that it was copyrighted the yes Chrysler yes or something there I, I believe since Spider Man the, the first Spider Man game uh the Chrysler building changed ownership and there's now like copyright issues with using its using it in um in depictions I'm, I'm of sure, New York City I'm sure they don't like uh like that 2000 2000- Godzilla movie, or was it 1998? That's when yeah. it was. When the uh, Chrysler building gets taken down. That's a lot of fish. You talking about that movie? Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I don't. I mean, it's it pretty much yeah it pretty much is just the same it's the same map with some reskinning over the over the. I I wasn't really. Well, I think. I think what makes the map feel different than just a reskin is that it's like New York City during winter. There's yeah. a lot of snow. There's a lot of Christmas decorations. And they were very focused on Harlem, which is a completely different vibe from the rest of the city. And one and my, that that's what like I was su- I was surprised that they were able to have the entire New York City be the same exact map. But yet it somehow felt very different. Um, because of the aesthetics that they threw in with Christmas and and a very strong focus on Harlem, so uh, I I, uh, I didn't mind it. Agreed. And also the ray tracing. <laughs> oh, I I played the entire game in performance mode. <laughs> yeah, I played on fidelity, and it's it's pretty insane. I mean, did you guys slow down? On the PS5, did you guys experience any hiccups or glitches or any or any? Oh yeah. Any performance? Because I I counted well, more than five times what, where like. What exactly do you mean? Like I had my character model disappeared. I had my character model <laughs> sticking to the I point saw that. where I, I didn't have it. I had to. Really I had to. 
I had to leave the game and reload. Yeah. Uh, I had I, my character literally jettisoned. Not like no, normally you can hop off a wall and like attack. I'm talking shot across the map was like catapulted off walls. Nice. Like all and granted, just so the audience knows, I was playing on a PS4, so that might be why. No, I. But there were I had a I I had a glitch where um. I was swinging through the city, didn't even collide with anything. I was just swinging through the city, and Miles became a small white cube, <laughs> and then he became um, this this like I don't even know this piece of like metal plating. I wish I had spark. that. <laughs> I took so a cool. I took a video of it. I um I, I I saved a video clip of it. I'll maybe I'll try to find a way to show that to you guys. But it was really funny. But yeah, I did I did experience that. Um, there was an there was a glitch that I've had where an enemy clipped into an object and I had to Oh I had enemies I had enemies dropping into the floor and they would be like those sniper enemies that mm. you need to kind of stealthily take out because they can like one hit you for mm. half your health. And they could still shoot me from like in the floor, but I just couldn't get at them. So I had to restart uh... the entire section. Yeah. I mean it, and the first the first game wasn't um that was just don't remember glitches like this too. Yeah, like I didn't. Ex- I feel I like I didn't experience it. as many, but I think a lot of that has to do with, you know, the, the circumstances this game was developed under, um, yeah. the fact that it's a cross-generational game. You know, th- th- there's there's definitely kinks that need to be ironed out. Um, another thing that I'll point out is what we when we played and did an episode on on the first Spider-Man, uh, we did it a year after it came out. Yeah. We're playing this yeah. one at launch, doing an episode on it. So uh, that, that I'll leave it at that. Um, well, I, d- I played it. I played it at launch. I didn't replay no, so it did for I. the episode, and oh, yeah, and it yeah. was fine. I don't remember any issues like that. I think, but... yeah, I think, I think it. I think I was the only one who played it. Maybe at the time. I mean, I, I, I remember. I played, I played it. I played it, it again. That, um, yeah, he played it again. Yeah, I played it again. But anyway, either way. Um, I want to. I, I want to go back. Yeah, Delilah, I, I totally agree. The, the the fact that it's the setting is the same, but the setting's also different because it's the same city, but it's a different time for the city. And that that Christmas vibe was de- definitely brought a different flair to the whole thing. Not to mention, yeah, in the first game, you spend a lot more time um, down in the more southern sections of of new york city in the in the in the main story this one yeah like the finance the financial district chinatown Mm -hmm. especially yeah Yeah. um you spend a lot more time during the plot you're in those areas uh that's not to say it doesn't bring you to the northern areas like harlem uh at all it just doesn't it does it doesn't focus on those areas this game was much more focused on those northern areas especially harlem that was a nice change and that and that was a nice change of pace um to kind of shake shake up the focus. It also like it tugs at my heartstrings just coming from a perspective. I went to grad school in Harlem and I also like am Latina and so you know, seeing all the Puerto Rican flags everywhere really made me happy and I'm also a sucker for Christmas. So it was just like it just made me feel a lot better than the first game did despite it being well, the same map. That was that was one th- one bugaboo I had was that like Yes, Harlem was like that at one point, but like, if you were to go to Harlem today, it's far, far more gentrified. But like, this is also fiction, Jason. I know it's fiction, but like, <laughs> it just seemed like Harlem by a bunch of people who have never been to Harlem. 
Okay. But anyway, you're right. You're right. Yeah, it it's parts of it are gentrified, of course, but I think for the most part there's still no, you Spanish are, Harlem. You are, right. and... you are right. There is Spanish Harlem, like the Puerto Rican sec- section in uh, North Central Harlem. Um, it's just like it's all like, especially South Central Harlem is like hipster central now. It's a bunch of rich kids from like Connecticut coming in. <laughs> uh, I'm not. I'm yeah, not you'll kidding, see. Right? No, you're right. You'll see like a, a a trendy cafe shop right next to like a Spanish restaurant. <laughs> it's just it's, how it, Harlem is right it, now. Basically, basically, like think of like Friends. All those like those kinds of people. They went from like Central Park up into South Central Harlem. Mm. Yeah, that's true. And I think the game could have touched on the gentrification of New York City, but the truth is, you know, they wanted to focus on miles. Yeah, let me. Honestly, I I didn't want him to even focus on Harlem at all. I wanted them to do something different, but we could talk about that later. I don't know. Um, all right, I I wanted to talk about that real quick just because it was brought up, so I figured we could get out of the way. Uh, but let's. Why don't we just jump into the ending? Yeah, we usually do. Yeah. Yeah, that was a weird like offshoot. We usually just go right into it. I know. It. Well, it's cuz it's <laughs> cuz it was brought up. So I was like, all right, so we don't miss this point or 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 forget to talk about it. Let's talk about it now and then we'll talk about uh the bigger things. So, let's talk about the ending of the game. So and we'll... like the ending or the ending ending. <laughs> you know what? Let's talk about, let's talk about the ending ending because I feel like to talk about the ending of the game, we have to It'll bring we us have to, into other pieces. We have to dig into the characters a bit to get yeah. there. So yeah, let's yeah, let's just talk about because this is a plot thread and this is the big thing that I, I was mentioning spoilers from the first game. This is a plot thread that's continuing from that game and looks to be a big focus for the sequel. Um we get another glimpse in that little secret lab that Norman Osborn has and we're seeing we're seeing the scene through the eyes of Harry Osborn in mm-hmm. a fucking tank of fluid seemingly as as we last saw him with a with a symbiote attached to him um and Norman walks in talks to Dr. Kurt Connors and says that he wants Harry out he's been in there long enough let him out what do we what do we think about this i i don't know i mean (laughs) there's not really much from the first game that like that like from the first the first game i was like oh yeah like venom great cool and and now it's like okay lizard but there's not really much more but i wonder if they're gonna make us play as as uh as harry Harry. as as a symbiote with the symbiote that could be cool um, I, have a, I have a feeling, yeah, I wouldn't put it past Sony to try to get some uh, synergy. Because, I mean, even though it was a shitty movie, their Venom movie did very well. I well, yeah. liked it. <laughs> I, ha- I still haven't no, no, seen no. it. I'm, I'm, look, when I say something shitty, I'll say the trans- the Michael Bay's Transformer movies are shitty. I fucking love those first three Transformer movies. It's like comfort them. food. <laughs> That's like, no, I mean, yeah, exactly. You should hate them because they're bad movies. But <laughs> I'll watch them over and over again just to watch giant CG robots yeah. beat the shit out of each other. I mean, every everyone's allotted like a guilty pleasure. It's okay. Yeah, but I I still haven't seen Venom though. I I have it. I I need to watch it. Um, but anyway, yeah. Uh, it wouldn't be the first time that we've gotten a a, a situation like that. I remember. Uh, I never beat it. Uh, but Ultimate Spider-Man for PS2. 
um, was kind of split between you playing as as Spider Man and split bet- and and you playing as Venom. So yeah. that could be really cool to have a section where you do play as Harry, um, under the influence of the symbiote. Yeah. Uh, and I this this is you know I, I'm pretty sure we had this conversation of do we think that Harry is going to be the the Venom for this universe? Uh, do you guys still think that? Yeah, for or, sure. Or I don't I don't remember what everyone's opinions were last time we talked about it. I'm pretty sure we talked about it. I don't know. Maybe. Do we think that I guess, I... somehow Eddie Brock will be introduced? I don't know what, because that also plays into the right situation. Mm-hmm. Um, they might just be using Harry simply because I'm not sure how the rights are owned when it comes to Venom. Actually, I no. Actually, I think Sony might have. Yeah, they do. Rights they do. To Venom. Yeah, because yeah. he's because he's technically part of the Spider-Man IP. But but yeah, remember that I, only I, comes to film. Sure. That only comes to but, film. But but Disney is also involved. With, like for example, yeah, with well. Square Enix and the Avengers, and there's supposed to be synergy because rights differ between film and and the mm-hmm. video games I, so you know it's all up in the air i i'm not an expert on that and i don't know how it works but i i guess <laughs> I, don't, I don't i don't know even though even though eddie brock is primarily like a a spider-man thing he also features prominently in other big um like he's been in the avengers i'm pretty sure um, well, so is Spider-Man. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. And he's been in other groups. I don't know how those tie-ins affect rights. So who knows, to be honest. Oh. Those are battles for lawyers that will take years. <laughs> um, I mean, I think it's I think it's possible. Especially what we know about Peter in this game uh, was that he's he was freelance uh, doing fe- freelance photography for the uh, Daily Bugle. Which, yeah. if I recall, was also Eddie Brock's profession. Well, Eddie Brock in the comics more recently, I think, is like a fucking mercenary. Well, that's recent, I guess. I, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking to like historically. Historically, you're right. Yeah. He was a photographer. Yeah. So they could maybe try to introduce introduce him that way. But we also had Peter. Uh, I don't know how much you played after rolling credits, Jason. Uh, you Miles does have a conversation with Peter where Peter's saying that he's going to stop freelancing for the Bugle and look for something more steady. I'm thinking that he starts working for Dr. Kirk Connors. Mm-hmm. Yep. Maybe. And that's for sure. how that all ties together in the next game. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I, I guess we'll see, right? You're right. It, it doesn't give us too much more than the uh, credit scene in, in the first game does, but it does show us that Harry's coming out of that tank, and that Kurt Connors, most likely his his uh, villain of Lizard, will be in the next game. Yep. Um, so I guess we have which that is li- cool because they said that they wouldn't tie it at all, and when I saw that, and I was like, "Huh, okay, I guess they will." Yeah. <laughs> which is fine. Yeah. Um. So okay. Yeah. But let- but sorry, that no, it does ahead. make me curious, like Miles' involvement in Spider-Man Two. Uh, 
like will we be playing co-op will we will we be going back and forth between him peter and miles like we did in the first game except miles didn't have powers in the first game yeah i uh i do want to save that conversation for the end okay um no no that's (laughs) fine that that that's okay uh i'm glad i'm not the only one with that with that question on my mind um all right let's let's go ahead and talk about we got we got to talk about the characters a bit before we get into the ending so what what did you guys think about miles i, love I guess miles. in this game it, i i love miles he's he's funny like he makes a lot of cute little quips when he's fighting he's very sarcastic even though he's very nice um but he's only sarcastic when he's fighting he's a little too nice for his own good i felt like there were some times where i was like you need to be a little more angry at that but he's in he he's innocent so yeah. it's just it's it was nice and you know he, he very much so leans into his like latino um his latino and black roots and he's very much so in the culture of hip-hop so like i i liked him overall i like him more than peter actually um but there were some things that i felt like he could have been a little meaner about <laughs> okay yeah jason I mean, he's Peter Parker. Just, <laughs> he he he's the same as he is in the comics. He's just he's characteristically not different from Peter in any other way. I'd say um, he's more he's more even even from the even from the first game. And and I, go ahead. And, and uh, I will note, and this isn't just something Miles. This applies to literally every character in the game. And I don't remember it being like this in the first game i thought the first game had good uh uh good dialogue and and you know between the characters and good voice acting this game had some of the worst voice acting and dialogue i think i've ever heard in a first party sony game like to laughable degrees any any specific think, characters or just yeah all of them? like what uh, I'm, I, I'm just thinking I'm just thinking of like the one of the first examples that comes off the top of my head is the uh, in the beginning they have that Christmas dinner and one of the worst offenders is uh, Miles' mom where really? she's like Miles my yeah she's Miles what have you been doing I haven't seen you around barely lately and then she turns to um Genki and she's like Genki you know social media can you help with my campaign yeah it's just oh my god like, I will I will say I was literally like fist fist palming and there was also to think of something from Miles like I remember after in the immediately after that final sequence you have with um with Prowler you um and you're going from Prowler to the final confrontation with mm-hmm. uh, Finn. Genki's like, "What happened?" And then Miles is like, I, uh, "My uncle tried to capture me, but I told him that's enough. I'm putting it to an end with him, or something along those lines." I'm like, "Jesus fucking Christ!" Like, it it just it came off as so inorganic. I, I don't know. I will agree there were Even some Peter Parker. Cut what? <clears throat> no, go on. No, the, the, go on. Keep going. There, there were there were some examples I'd agree with you with. I did feel like some of the conversations at the dinner table were a little, um, yeah, forced and inorganic. Um, but overall, oh, I think... the, the one I the one I left the one I left at the most was um, was it was in the flashback sequence. Uh, 
when there it shows uh, Miles and Finn, and they're talking about like their project. It was the first flashback sequence when they're on the roof, and like Miles goes, "Yeah, that accelerator we made was pretty fire." And yeah, Finn's like, yeah, it was lit. But that's and I'm like, this is like this is like looking at how somebody talks on Twitter. It's not how people well, that's talk the thing, in real life. Like, that's, I'm sorry. That's like that's like youth speak. But I feel like that that was like it was like what. They, no, my, my, what they think youth my speak is like. My little brother and cousins are that age, and they don't. Yeah, yeah, but that's a cultural like that. thing. Yeah, it's a cultural but, that, thing but that's too. also like one example out of how many. You know, it, and there definitely are kids, younger people that talk like that. Um, but I do agree that it was, it, it felt very forced in that writing. I, I, I agree with you there. Um, but I think the, I think that the bad does not outweigh the good. In this situation, I do think there was some there were some pretty poor examples, um, but it overall still to me was a uh, were, were, were fairly good performances, uh, especially from I really like a lot of the conversations between Miles and Uncle Aaron, um, especially Uncle Aaron's um, delivery. It it did feel it felt organic. It felt genuine. He was he was. I'll agree. I'll I'll agree that the voice actor behind uncle Aaron was, um, was definitely the best of the bunch. Um, but I, I but I also feel like his character was just a wasted opportunity in this story. Oh, but we'll get to that. Come later. On. <laughs> okay. Um, for the record, I, I also, I also really like miles. Uh, what I was going to say before, uh, in the first game, it was kind of, it was kind of, and, and I think this is, uh, generally true. Um, uh, miles is, typically established as more technologically inclined whereas peter is more scientifically inclined um i think that what i think that was kind of shown and conveyed a lot better in the first game than it was in this one well if you look at his room he had like 3d printers and like soldering irons and all that shit so it, it was like not explicitly stated but if you looked around his room you could see it okay um, well, yeah. While we're focusing on on while we're focusing on Miles, I'm just looking at some of the notes we have here. This uh, this goes to a problem overall. I have you ask here. You know, is is his coming of age story well, yeah, meaningful? This is, this is the big thing that I do want to talk about with um, with, with regards to his his arc I mean, and his tale. Go ahead. Um, yeah. Uh, the problem I have with miles in the sense of a coming of age story is that and one of the problems here is that it's a video game so it's well, it's hard what to i mean what i mean by coming of age thread. what i mean by coming of age just to be clear becoming spider-man becoming spider-man i don't mean coming of age in the traditional sense yeah. but the whole story is about him becoming his no, own no no, no 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 coming into his own as yeah Spider-Man. no that's this is what i mean is that this is what i mean is that from the get-go of the game he is essentially the same spider-man that we left off as in the previous game like you don't start at a lower level you have all the same tech Wait. all the same powers and not only that from no, the beginning yes you and do. throughout the game you're getting more powers jason yes you do you start at, you start at level you start at level one no skills no only the web shooters is a gadget oh, no, no, no. unless you pre-order the game like, those skills <clears throat> no, no no you know what i mean like 
those things are minute. I'm I'm just talking about ability wise. I'm talking about the kinds of enemies he's taking on. Like he's taking on Rhino and all this shit. Whereas like if you wanted to do a real like coming of age, becoming of his own Spider-Man story, you start with him the way Peter Parker started at the street level, not like saving the city from blowing up. Like, you know what I mean? It's hard to, like I said, it's hard to to weave this thread because you need to make an exciting game. So another, another thing to point out is that this is about, this is about a year after that first game ended. He's had a whole year of doing this alongside Peter. He's had some training He's that, not completely. He's not completely that, a novice. That really but doesn't. That really doesn't mean that. It, it really doesn't mean anything to me as the as a, the player though, because I didn't see that shit. So uh, what I like, liked, uh, what I okay. liked about them. I, I feel like I'm just playing a sequel as Peter Parker. Like it might as well have been. What I liked about them starting with Rhino is is that he did kind of face Rhino in the first game. Like, yeah. granted, it was a stealth sequence, but it was nice to see him like with his powers facing him in a different way, where he doesn't need to sneak around, and now he can actually like probably fight Rhino more effectively than Peter um, with his with his Venom strikes and and things like that. And 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 you didn't start with that immediately; you were just kind of going through them no, all. Yeah. But um, but mm-hmm. I I. I, I thought that was a, a cool callback, and I'm glad that that he got to fight him. Granted, it maybe could have been later in the game, but I felt like that was just their way of well of uh, bringing us back there sooner. And and yeah, let, let's let's go ahead and analyze that real quick. So like the game open, the game opens with him swinging through the city with 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 Peter, and they're they're escorting they're escorting Rhino and a, and a thing being transported to the raft. And Rhino escapes, and they're tr- fumbling, try- or Miles especially is fumbling, trying to contain both him and also fight off the the other escapees. And he 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 fucks up a little bit. Um, what gives him the venom powers? And this is still the very beginning of the game. This is what, and th- this is what, um, kind of differentiates it from the first game. Is it gives you, it introduces you to a new power given by an emotional trigger, which is Rhino overpowering Spider-Man. Peter, or Peter, let's call him Peter. Um, Peter's out for the count, and Miles is pissed. And that's what suddenly brings out and awakens that power in him. That happens all at the beginning of the game to establish that this is a different game. This is a different character with different abilities. But it also establishes a problem right from the beginning, which is... Right from the beginning, you know, for, for from a gameplay perspective, it works because you need to have that new gameplay element to justify the game. From a narrative perspective, all right, right from the get-go, he's more powerful than Spider-Man. So, it's not <laughs> but really that's a coming story. But that's always been the... Okay, but no, he having, having an ability that one doesn't doesn't mean you're more powerful if you don't know how to use it. Or if you don't, if you don't really know what you're doing in general. He's still... A, he's still fairly new to this all and he yeah he's made some mistakes like that whole bridge sequence and you see him reflecting on that like you know things things got more out of hand he has a little less control over his powers than than peter does at 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 the point of the first spider-man game so it's not like he has like granted in combat he feels more op than peter in combat but like in terms of the story a lot of like him using his powers has caused a lot of like potential casualties and destruction um, because he's he's not really used to it. So 
I think that they did a good job narratively, but I do feel like Miles is stronger than Peter in terms of gameplay. Well, you know, it remains to be seen, right? Yeah, because I, I, this is I only... Just don't, I just don't see the change. I just don't see the change from the beginning to the end of, like... I, I saw, like, you were just referencing the bridge sequence and how he reflects on that, and then there's a very short... Um, a very short... Uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Cutscene? Where it's like a almost like a um, montage of him training. Like I think he runs up the face of a building. Um, well, it's after they like make a the movie new... that may or may not have just. What? Yeah. Wait, what? <clears throat> and then like he's he's like practicing drinking coffee, um, sitting upside down just like Peter was in the beginning. Yeah. And I'm like, and then at the end of it, it, it you just pop back into the game, and I'm kind of like wait a minute like what what is what was that supposed to signify what was that supposed to change i guess it was him making his own making his own suit coming better. into his own it coming into his own I spider-man jason i'm Jesus so butthurt <laughs> oh it's the it's the spider-man one episode yeah, but, all over again but, <laughs> no but all right but that's okay listen to me for a second so so the bridge sequence yeah he accidentally because he gets that even more stronger new power blows up a bunch of those new react the Krieger reactors whatever they're called the new form and then he sits there and he's like new form yeah and then he sit after the whole sequence is over um, you're sitting looking at the destruction on the bridge and he feels bad about it and then he goes on this little montage sequence and they make a new suit for him it's his suit. So the solution to not controlling the power is to make a new suit for yourself and be, uh, become like your own not, That's like the most base level analysis of what that scene was. He, he's, okay, then explain it to me. I, I, he, lost, he lost faith in himself as Spider-Man because of that. And his homie Genki came through and was like, nah, you got this. It's not your fault. Like, you know, you'll learn. You'll get better. Like, you're, you're, you're this new Spider-Man. We need you. And like, kind of gives him a pep talk. The psych- and, and- yeah, and this. Sorry, Delilah. I, don't, I, don't, I didn't mean no, to no, cut go you ahead. off. The, and and let's the suit that he was using, which was the gift from Peter, got ruined in that scuffle. He needed a new suit, regardless. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah he, I get that. He needed he needed the new suit. He was moping and 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 upset about the whole ordeal that just went down. Ganky get yeah, like the last head, gave him the pep talk, said, whenever you're talking about Spider-Man, you're talking about the other one. You're Spider-Man, dude. And you gotta you gotta live up to that name. You made a mistake, but it's okay. So they make him a new suit because he needed one, and he trained to become a better person, a better Spider-Man for the city. Mm-hmm. It's not that much of a stretch. Well that was easy. Oh my god! I, I get what you're saying, but that's that's easy. He didn't really earn that character arc, but okay. It just well, happened. And, in and okay, say, like right after okay. the suit was made, he was the perfect Spider-Man. Like he so, still ends that game not as a perfect Spider-Man. He just he's just getting better as he goes. And and all right, so Jason, here here's what I want to propose to you. Here's what I want to ask you: What would have made it better? What would have improved upon that? Oh, this. I would have wiped this whole story. I would have had him starting on the. So actually, there were seeds. No, there were seeds of a very good story for this game. Um, you take out Krieger, you take out Finn, you just stick with the Prowler, and there is those series of side missions that um, point to you know the um, 
that points a kingpin laying down the seeds yeah. of actual street level crime reinfesting in in Harlem trying to reassert control you stick with miles at the street level actually growing and learning the ropes of becoming a hero and learning what it means and you know we can get to prowler and slash uncle aaron but i thought it was very interesting introducing uncle aaron as a retired villain so you could have had a parallel story of a retired villain i having to wouldn't learn quite, how I wouldn't to mentor that, a hero i wouldn't quite say he's retired because he is still working with Roxon. Well, he says he comes out of retirement to look after him. Which that's another thing. Like, how did how the fuck does he know that? Th- the explanation given that Uncle Aaron knows that he's Spider Man is, I recognize those moves anywhere. Like, okay, so if I played basketball with Peter Parker, I, I would recognize those moves uh-uh. and know that he's Spider Man. Like that, I'm sorry. That's just shitty writing. I think it's just. I think it's just a. Fam- it, it, it's kind of a familial bond, a familial re- recognition of. It's I, shitty writing. What I think. It's shitty writing. I, I. 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 Okay. I don't entirely disagree. I think it would have been a better excuse to give of like. You're you're my nephew. I know your voice. Like you you could try to change it, but I can recognize you anywhere. Like. I think that would have been better than I saw you on the news and recognized and and played and uh, I thought we were back playing basketball like 10 years ago or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I'll agree. That was a pretty flimsy excuse to 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 make it so that he knew he knew that that was Miles. I think they could have found a better way to do that. I I, like, I I'll agree I with that. I agree uh, and, and this is getting into the story. I agree with Jason that the, I think the story was the worst part about this game. Yeah. Um I definitely, I I definitely disliked this story more than I disliked uh, Peter Parker's story in the first game, um, and and that mostly is because of Finn. I really her character yeah. I felt like was written bad, and it very it confused me. Her behaviors were almost bipolar. Her motivations, yeah, her motivations do not warrant how she behaves. Right, because and like Krieger Miles' father just... died. <laughs> yeah, and so, Krieger well, is just a non. I mean, I guess I applaud them for trying to take a D-list Iron Man villain and make him somewhat relevant, but he's <laughs> a one-dimensional villain. I mean, There's hey, nothing to him. They also, yeah. yeah, no, that that for sure is true. And I, I, I will say, I also agree. I think that this story was far inferior to the story told in the in the first Spider-Man game. Uh, I also agree that Finn. Hey, guess what? what? I'll agree. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll give the original Spider-Man game some props. Wow! <laughs> wow! Look at that. Um, no, I, I I do I do agree with that. Um, I I agree with Finn's motivations, but her character was very uneven. Um, yeah, one minute. Sorry, go and, ahead. No, it's just like even. Just even like her normal interactions with Miles, it it was kind of a struggle to see them being these close, good, lifelong friends that they were. Um, mm-hmm. And I'll and I'll uh, so we can just go we can talk about the ending when she sacrificed herself to ensure that when Miles discharged all the electricity, didn't like dis- didn't kill anyone or destroy Harlem or anything. Um, it did not. 
come no. close. I was like, just die. Didn't come. <laughs> well, it, did, it didn't come yeah. close to hitting the emotional high that like Aunt May's death did in the first yeah. in the first game. Like that, I teared up at her flying up and telling Miles to let go and sacrificing herself. I I really I didn't really care. <laughs> Especially like her, yeah. her sudden realization because of... she had already she had already gone crazy. Yeah, and and after that boss fight, um, like like that whole time you're doing that boss fight, she's like she's so unwilling to have it any other way. She's so unwilling to hear him out and and to uh, accept that that she can't do this. That this will this will have really really yeah. bad consequences surrounding it she's so unwilling to accept that and then once they which, finally finish the fight and he's which is, he's absorbing the electricity and she sees that and she sees a flash of rick and realizes oh my god i have to do something like it just came out of nowhere and just wasn't yeah wasn't the best way to write in that to write in that redemption yeah, the logic so to and speak. the lo- the logic of it is just it, it's all so like so she's supposed to be a super smart science right. girl too but yep. somehow she doesn't know that the reactor is gonna blow everybody up and yep. her whole motivation is supposed is supposedly um you know honorable that she's trying to take down Roxanne to save harlem well also to get revenge but it, it's you mostly know, because a revenge they're plot. evil and trying to yeah. take out harlem it's mostly revenge. I w- yes. I actually, That's I would almost say it's entirely. Is. I would say it's entirely a revenge plot. Yeah, she wasn't thinking about Harlem. She was thinking about what happened but, to her brother. Well, well, I'm not saying that makes starts, it good. But it, uh, obviously, but... as yeah, as it, as it goes on, it becomes more and more about revenge. But just going sh- again to the writing and to the logic of it, she's supposed to be super smart science, and she doesn't know that this reactor is just going to blow everything the fuck yeah. up, like. I had the same exact uh, feeling. I, I, and not, not only just that she's super smart and could have, like, un- like learned, you know, understood well, that, but Miles was really not being... He was really trying to level with her, and I and I don't see how, if they're so close, how she could just turn on him so drastically to the point where she, like, tried to, like, legit kill him. She looked like she couldn't stand his guts. And, like, that's not a close relationship. It, it, it just didn't feel believable. It it's even, all over the place. It even felt that way at the Christmas dinner, to be honest. Yeah. I Yeah, not one second. Yeah. There was not one second in that game that I believed in their relationship. Now, had that been Genki, I would have fucking flipped my shit. Yeah. Um, I, I will say the flashback sequence when you're, when you're with her, that their relationship becomes a lot more believable. So maybe the idea is that with him going to Brooklyn Visions and her going to mm-hmm. whatever school she went to, that's what kind of really made that divide and, and made it so that like i think that was the implication yeah. yeah maybe that's what they were going for from a writing perspective like that really was what um sullied their relationship forever was just them spending less time together because that the, like i said that flashback sequence was pretty convincing they did seem like really good friends that got along and 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 just had a lot in common had this very natural this very yeah had a lot in common had this very natural a uh, believable relationship but yeah anything anything modern day present day it it just did not come off that way but it's like the minute that that relationship think... became believable she just then flipped like yeah that then it was like how could you have had that yeah. and then turn to this so drastically mm-hmm. sorry go ahead uh, all i was gonna say i i just think between creek creek or creek whatever the fuck it is Finn, 
Yeah, it's Krieger. Finn, um, the Prowler, all of these characters. There was just too much. They were trying to do almost as much as the first game did in, like, what is it, a fifth or a sixth of the time? There was just so little time, and that's just another reason why it, it should have been a smaller scale story, take out two of the characters, just focus on the relationship between Miles and Uncle Aaron while Miles is trying to investigate, um, you know, a more more street-level, you know, kingpin or somebody like that infiltrating New York via thugs. You know, you don't have to have these rocks on guys who are just reskins of the Sabre guys from the original game. You don't have to have all the underground, which... They're just reskins just, of, the, of the demons. Yeah, it's yeah. just... They're trying to pack. They tried to pack way too much into too short of a time. I think. I agree with you. I do like what Insomniac did in terms of them making Finn the Tinkerer and not just like. First of all, I didn't catch on to that when she introduced herself as Finn. I was like Phineas, obviously. Okay, but (laughs) what what Mm um what I feel like. Okay, so sorry, I lost my train of thought. It's okay. Um. I always do this, like, once (laughs) once an episode. (laughs) Um, What I like that they did is they made the Tinkerer a character that has more of a substantial connection to Miles, or so that's what they were aiming for. The execution wasn't that good. And so I appreciate them doing that. Like, Miles never had these big... Like, he never had the Sinister Sticks. He never had characters that really mattered besides the Prowler, like, through the comics and even, like, into the Spider-Verse. And, and now they're, like, making the Tinkerer a, a, a I little... I think a lot of that... Sorry. Uh, I think a lot of that has to do just, like... How much time have we had with Miles versus Peter Parker? Exactly. You know? It's a historical thing. So I do feel like Insomniac's mm-hmm. effort to make the Tinkerer more important, someone that you like empathize with and 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 understand is is better than just throwing the Tinkerer in there for no reason. But I just feel like the execution was really bad. So I appreciate their efforts, but like like you said, Jason, they they could have just focused on the relationship with the uncle and maybe had a better story. But I feel like feel like Into the Spider-Verse did that so well that they had to, like, tread tread differently. Well, uh, I, I don't disagree. And I guess I I like... I overall like the, the, the structure, the blueprint of the story that we got because I really like that Uncle Aaron basically got, like, a redemption arc. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that Prowler wasn't... I like the fact that he well, knew the whole yeah, time I, that Miles I, that Miles was Spider Man, and I like the fact that like he was he was putting on the mask primarily so that he could help so that he could help him and protect him, um, but maybe not in the best of ways. And eventually, he comes around and and listens to Miles and is actually helpful uh, in the end when shit's going down and Harlem's about to blow up. He's he's he. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying is that was the most interesting part of the story is their take on Prowler. And I wish they went harder to the okay. wall with that where he he become Prowler has to be the mentor to Miles with Peter absent. And Prowler obviously was a villain. So now we have a former villain trying to be a mentor to an up and coming hero. And it would have been so cool. Like, I'm sorry, fuck Harlem. Sorry, sorry to all the people who live in Harlem. Have the two of them have to go down to, like, 
a more interesting in terms of Marvel Marvel lore location, Hell's Kitchen. Maybe if they could pull it off, you know, legally wise, get like a Luke Cage cameo or a Daredevil cameo or something. I don't know, but deal with like lower level street crime where you have this relate this more complex relationship between Uncle Aaron and uh, and um, Miles. I, I do agree with you, Mark, that their take on Uncle Aaron. I like where they were headed. I wish they went further with it. No, that that's I... totally fine. Go ahead, Delilah. No, no, I no, agree with you, like like the whole take on Uncle Aaron. I don't necessarily agree with the whole Harlem piece because I feel like the new form um, and how how it, how Roxanne was using it and how it tied into Harlem uh, made like a political statement. Like Harlem, a lot of people have the attitude "fuck Harlem," right? Because people feel like it's expendable because it's like a lot oh, of low no, income and saying, poor people living I, I there. Mean, I'm not saying you think that, but like, but like I feel like I, the, I'm just saying in terms of Marvel lore. Yeah. Gotcha. And 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 I, like in that sense like I feel like using the new form like their the the new form and having Harlem be an expendable location is kind of what they were going for and so that's that's all besides like me liking the culture of Harlem I also feel like that was a good way to like make a political statement about how like Harlem is viewed as as a as a piece of New York City um and and I feel like had it been another place it's like how many times have we been to Hell's Kitchen like it, it, like you said in the Marvel universe, like I think it's good that they focus on something that's that has a little less focus. That's fair. Yeah, I I agree with that. Um, I, I I do I do agree with that. And yeah, Jason, I we could have done with more Uncle Aaron. I totally agree. Having him like he was a mentor figure, having him more leaning into a mentor figure, um, would have been fantastic. Uh, I think. The issue with I, I I what you're suggesting is like toning down the spectacle of sorts, having having a, yes, a smaller exactly. story. But here's the problem: this was a PS5 launch title. People want that spectacle. Yes, I know, and that's I know, I know. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Not that I'm defending the decisions that were made. I'm more so justifying them. You can't charge fifty dollars. You can't charge fifty dollars or sixty dollars, whatever it is, for you know a game where you're just on the streets. I I understand that. Yeah, and I. I wish yeah. it wasn't that way, but that's business. That being said, I think that they, I think that they scaled Miles' uh, training and learning and coming into his own better than you're giving credit for. Um, but to, I, I do see what you're saying, and 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 I totally get it. And yeah, uh, wh- a point that I wanted to make earlier, yeah, Miles does seem like he's more powerful than Peter, just be- because he has he has the camouflage and he has the venom powers. Like yeah, it does feel that way. Yeah, as as a from a game from a gameplay perspective, he kind of has to be because. But that's the th- but that's the thing though is this is this is we've only yeah. we've only had one game post that first Spider Man game. Who knows what the sequel's gonna give us? Yeah, maybe there's a bunch of moves and shit that Peter can do that Miles can't. Assuming that we're gonna be playing as both of them, which I I I have a feeling, and we'll we'll talk again. We'll talk about that later. But yeah, like. I'm sure that there's going to be a way to balance that out. The fact of the matter is, like, this is a new game coming off of the first game in a new franchise, a new sub-franchise for a bigger mm-hmm. IP. Um, and it's a, again, I this is I hate to bring up this argument continuously, but it is it is 
valid. It's a PS5 launch title. They want to have something out there that's fun and new and has lots of stuff, like lots of stuff, even though it's a budget quote unquote title. Um, I would say yeah. that's the only reason he and, feels and that in... he feels that way to play because it's progression. It's progression from yeah. game to game. And it will, I assume, I'm thinking in the next game, it's going to balance out in some in some way. Just another like another thing to be to brought to bring up is Miles has like half the gadgets that Peter does. Yeah, like four. Yeah. I think Peter had ten, maybe maybe eight in the uh in the first game. I can't mm-hmm. remember them all, but like yeah, Miles has half the arsenal. And one of them is just like something that he picks up um from a from a rock song cache and it's like oh i could use this i guess to make these and it frankly was also copying tech made by peter it was Mm -hmm. to make it was to make the hollow the hollow peats that he made for the Mm -hmm. training sessions he didn't even really make those peter did he just repurposed (laughs) them I love the side missions where Peter's playing the damsel in distress as a hologram. (laughs) That made me laugh so hard. That was pretty funny. (laughs) But that, 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 so it does, he feels more powerful because he's got these new powers and it's another game in this, it's the next game in this franchise. The gadgets don't really mean shit when, the gadgets don't really mean shit when he can conduct lightning and turn invisible. But I will say. From a gameplay perspective, they're helpful. This comes to. From uh, yeah, I, if I don't use gadgets, I didn't use gadgets at all in the game. But um, of course not. But uh, this this is a problem of just balancing narrative with gameplay. Um, because I will say to the games, to, as as a positive note, I fucking loved the. This was this was something I think I said in the original as well. I liked the stealth sections with Spider Man. Mm-hmm. And I loved them even more here. Yeah, they were my by far and away my favorite parts. Was I always employed stealth whenever I could, going invisible, um, taking out as many enemies as I could from stealth. Maybe it's just because I fucking love stealth games, but it always felt like the m- most interesting gameplay component. Um, well, yeah, especially that with the camouflage so, ability, so, it made stealthing so easy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll I'll agree with that. Yeah, especially if you get that. Yeah, especially if you get that one where like it automatically stealths you if somebody is about to spot you or whatever. But um, uh, that one upgrade. Mm. But yeah, I'll uh no I'll 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 totally agree with that. The the stealth sections were really really good. They were definitely improved thanks to camouflage, and it made them a real joy to play. Um. Yeah. I, I I think I would agree that those those were the best part of the game. I also like the Venom abilities. I felt I felt like it, it made the combat different. Yeah, um, they they, well, they yeah. definitely did. They yeah. added a shake up to the combat that that was that was welcome and fun. And they also they also did restructure how like combo finishers work to um make up for the mm-hmm. to 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 make up for the fact that Venom abilities are are included now in combat and. Yeah. I I can't tell if I like it more or not that it's like all now now combo f- or um finishing moves are now tied to combos. Uh it 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 kind of made it tough especially cuz a lot they they picked like the two most frustrating enemy factions 
uh, to reskin and then use as your primary antagonists. Mm-hmm. Like you're like you're only really fighting mm-hmm. street thugs when you're taking out crimes. Um, but holy shit, right. like rocks on dudes with shields and the fucking snipers, and then underground dudes with the swords. Yeah. Um, it was so frustrating to try and get, especially when that you... like 100 combo yeah. trophy. Um, oh, trying to get that. I, I used a hollow of so one did of I. those challenges. <laughs> yeah, so did I. It was the easiest way to do it because yeah. you're not getting past 30 against the rocks on dudes when they're just when suddenly they just aim at you and Fortune. immediately shoot and you'd have no time to react. And then and then they added the shield yeah, dudes that I'm not would a... reflect it. Sorry, go ahead, Jason. No, all I was going to say was, fortunately, I'm not a trophy guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For Delilah and Cause... I was like, God damn it. <laughs> but, yeah, so there's just a couple more story-related things I feel like maybe we should talk about. Um, yeah, there isn't much more to say about Krieger. Uh, I agree, Jason. He was very one-note. He was just very generic. Uh, bad can guy we, with good we, face. Huh? Can we give what? someone else a chance to be a villain except Troy Baker? Because now <laughs> I just recognize his voice as soon Wait, as I hear it. Wait, that was Troy Baker? Obviously, oh, he sounded like you didn't every notice? other Troy Baker character except Joel. <laughs> maybe, maybe I was just like tuning out whenever he was on because I knew it was just generic evil guy. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, That's the thing. It's he, a generic has evil reached, guy. He has reached the point where it's like, God damn it! Like, can you please have someone else do this? Can we like, get he's another, not even a character? Can we get another just... villain? Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. No, can it's... we get another villain that that can be voiced by Mads Mikkelsen? That's what I want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he was he was just very one note, very generic bad guy, and then he wasn't even. I wouldn't even consider him the primary villain. Like. I feel not, like yeah. they tried pulling the rug out from us a couple times as to who the main antagonist was in this game. Like, it kept flipping between, like, it's Krieger. <laughs> Joke's on you. It's actually Finn. No, it's still Krieger. No, it's not. It's Finn. They just kept switching back and forth between, like, who they were making the primary villain. Which, like, I guess could work in a way to just, like, keep you on your toes as to who your main threat is, but... You need more time. Yeah. Yeah, you need more time. You need, you need more time to develop it. I mean, I'm I'm gonna be straight with you. As soon as Finn was introduced, her awkwardness, I knew that she was gonna be a bad guy. She's gonna be the duck uh, ca- Well she, I also wouldn't Otto Oxavius Oh sorry. Go no, ahead. as as Delilah pointed out, I, I and especially with you knowing a lot more about the comics than I than I do personally, but like Finn Mason is a repurposed Phineas Mason, who was the original Tinker. Yeah, I, it's yeah, yeah, it's you know, it's it. As soon as the character is introduced, if you know anything about Spider-Man, like you know that yeah, she's the Tinkerer. Well, I I didn't. I didn't so even it worked I, for me. I, I but... didn't even put that together. Okay. I no, I didn't even put that together. I just knew because the relationship. It it, it seemed like they split Otto Octavius's relationship with Peter Parker between. Um, between Uncle Aaron and Finn, and Roxon is just supposed to be a not as good version of Norman Osborn. Mm-hmm. Um, in many ways, this story parallels the story of the original game. It's like a very, very boiled down version. Um, but um, yeah, I, I, I 
I kind of knew that there were she was gonna go evil and then be redeemed by the end of it, and that would kind of be it. I was I was more surprised than anything by what they decided to do with Uncle Aaron, or Uncle Aaron. Sorry, yeah. Uh, again. Yeah, and we've we've already pretty much said our piece about that. Um, yeah. how how was Peter? Because he wasn't in the game very much. Did we need more? Did we need less? Was he? I think a... he was in just just the right amount, so that it felt like a yeah. Miles Morales game. Okay. Okay. I like I like that one of the main training pieces was him trying to drink coffee upside down. Yeah, I I, I did think <laughs> yeah. that was cute. Um, we haven't since this is this only came out in the last few months, uh, and now we're seeing it we're seeing it for the first time. How do we feel about Peter's new face? I don't mind. It doesn't bother me at I th- all. I thought it would bother me more than it did. Yeah. Yeah, um, but I, it, it I couldn't didn't. tell really the face. I couldn't tell the face, but even though I looked it up and it says it's the same voice actor, yeah, he sounded a little more high pitched. The like he was trying to be high pitched for context. Uh, context for anyone that doesn't know, um, with Spider-Man Miles Morales and the release of Spider-Man Remastered for PS5. They changed the 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 face model for Peter Parker to better match Yuri Lowenthal's uh, facial capture. Yuri Lowenthal being the voice actor for for Peter. Um, mm-hmm. so that's that was the whole justification behind that. It was met with a lot of criticism, and to be honest, I feel like I still like the original model better, but this didn't bother me as yes. much as I expected it to. Yeah, the picture made it seem way worse. Yeah, and I definitely he does when look it's actually like animated. It it yeah. I do feel like he looks maybe like four or five years younger than that than that original model, and this being a a a more mature older Peter. Um, yeah, that was a little jarring still, but it it like I said, it didn't bother me as much as I thought it would. Yeah, he looks too close to age of Miles, which isn't good, but yeah, yeah. It, it didn't bother me like looking at it. This because this is now this is now a Spider-Man nine years into his career. This mm-hmm. eight years in the in the first game. This being a, a about a year after, um, you definitely want to seasoned. Well, he's hmm. How how old exactly is he supposed to be right now in this in this canon? I do, do you, either of you know? I well. Like... I, I guess maybe around twenty five, mid mm-hmm. his mid twenties. Yeah, 20s. it would be that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Um. But yeah, um, so he can still look. He can still look young and spry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. There's a, there's some other characters that we could talk about. Uh, any anything that sticks out to you? I thought I just I, wanted I... to mention. Well, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. All I was gonna say was, is it just me, or did it the facial animations on Rio look really, really bad, like PS2 level bad? No, I wouldn't say that. Like her, her, her jaw like looked stuck when she was speaking, so it kind of looked like the uh, the NPCs in like Final Fantasy X talking to you sometimes. <laughs> I didn't I notice. Know. That. I just remember. No, I didn't get that. Maybe at all. it was the PS4 version, and, and yeah. particularly. 
particularly at the end of the game, you fall from the sky, hit the ground, and she's running over to you, screaming at the top of her lungs, like, Miles, Miles. But her jaw is still in that same, like, uh, non-emotional position. It just mm-hmm. looked really weird. Yeah, maybe it was me. Maybe it was a glitch. I have no idea. It just it looked off, way off her facial animations. I yeah, I, I mean, but other than other than that, other than that, everything else looked looked fine. And you you've yeah. already said your piece about Rio at the at the dinner table. I like Rio. I, like I would have been too. sad if she died. Yeah. Uh, same with Genki. Genki and Rio, I liked the most besides Miles, um, especially Genki. And uh, Genki was the Yuri of this game, and uh, and I, I I just I liked I liked that he he had a, a per like he had his own motivations like he was making his own video game I thought that was really cool mm-hmm. um, <laughs> yeah he he's just he's just seemed like a really a good friend and it, I feel like if something happens to him or to Rio I, I'll be really sad I'm glad they didn't do anything in this game I, yeah I I wish we had, had more of him. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. Um, For sure. There were some side characters, but I feel like they weren't a, a, too important. The one I will bring up is... Haley! Haley was... Haley was a good inclusion. Um, it showed us that Miles knows ASL, which was mm-hmm. pretty neat from an animation perspective. Yeah. And... Um, was just it was it was kind of a fresh thing. I I don't I can't think of any other video game that's that's had a deaf person doing ASL. Um, I think it was very uh, progressive and forward thinking. Yeah, and it wasn't like oh here's you know this person that has this issue. They were just kind of communicating naturally. Mm-hmm. And um, she and she also gave him a skin. Yeah, <laughs> if you gives did you, her mission, gives you a suit. which is the coolest skin in the game in my opinion well actually one of the coolest but it was like it was like the comic book where uh spider-man went to the bronx and i have a kotobuyika figure of of the spider-man with the with the scarf and the hat and now i want miles (laughs) (laughs) jason you uh i i don't even know what character you're talking about oh god okay um is he the side quest character? Yeah, but she was also in. She was also in a. Uh, in the, the main, main mission when you get to way. the feast, uh, not the feast shelter, like get to the. Oh, the shelter, the shelter lady. Not the fel- not the shelter, which that was cool too. Them bringing the shelter yeah. lady back. I like. Uh, sorry, I like the. The, the little like. Um, the, the deaf. The deaf woman. Yeah, the little event I, they I, had. I... Uh, you must right have skipped the... all that. All right. <laughs> Well, Delilah and I said, yeah, I, I got it. Salsa. Oh, what, okay. what was that, Jason? I, 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 I mainlined the, I mainlined the main quest, and then I did some side quests that were about like taking down like street level gangs and stuff. Like, I, I did not like you guys plotted this thing. I did not one hundred percent. No, no, no. Yeah, no. She was in a main mission too when you were going to the Puerto Rican little festival they had right before the press conference that the underground attacked, and she when was, Miles's mom got hurt, she was paint. She was painting a, a mural on the wall, and Miles oh, interacted with her. Oh, oh, oh. and they yes. and you. Yes, that's, yes. And, I know. and we find out Miles was can, she was she with the guy was she with the guy and he asked are you at the end of the, the game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then at the end of the game, she it's the other 
Miles is painted and she, yes. he greets her. Yeah, okay. I know who you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> She's so cute. I hope they get together. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, like and and we already talked about Rhino. I I I I don't know if I mentioned it, but I I do agree with the idea that yeah, Rhino was kind of Miles's villain in the original game, so it was kind of a nice way to tie things together where he would be back in in a game centered around Miles. Mm. That he came with his new shiny armor yeah. against the Zappy Pops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um something I will say uh, it's just on the topic of Rhino, I don't know about you guys. Were, were the boss fights like way harder in this game? There weren't as many, but I feel like they were harder. I thought... fighting in general was toned up. I felt okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was. They were all easier except Finn. Uh, Finn's last boss fight. Yeah, Finn... that was a little annoying. Yeah. Finn's fight Finn, was tough. Finn was really easy. I felt. Damn. Yeah. No, I felt like everything was really hard except Finn. Oh. Uh-oh. Interesting. So, <laughs> so we all felt really differently about these bosses. This is interesting. Yeah, I, 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 I felt I, that the what, second... What level did you guys play on? Hardest. Oh, okay. I, so I think I played normal. Why, yeah, I played normal. I did. I did spectacular, and then on New Game Plus, I did ultimate. Oh, okay. Um. But it was funny because I, I I'm talking this up to me knowing what the boss fights and knowing what to expect. I had a much easier time on Ultimate than I did on Spectacular. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like the second the the Rhino fight where he's where he's got the rocks on armor, uh, was really tough for me the first time. Yes. And then yes. the fight with Finn was like, holy shit, this is difficult. Um. I guess I I I kept fucking up her cues and trying to learn her patterns, just like. It took me. It took me some time to get it, and mm-hmm. there were time. There were points where I would. I would be attacking, not knowing that it was not a good time to attack, and it. It just. It. It became kind of a mess at times, um, but it's interesting. Yeah. Like I, I. I feel like I also had differing opinions. Uh, two of my roommates played the game too, and I feel like we all had different thoughts on on how the boss fights were in terms of difficulty. Like one ones that I had difficulty with, the others. The the others found easy and. It's a really interesting ju- ju- juxtaposition that we're all that we're all kind of in. Um, yeah. I feel like I said this. Oh, sorry. Till I... No, I, I I'm trying to think back on the other bosses that we fought in the first game. Um, yeah, you're right. I think they were more like just you go through an area and like a lot of QTEs and nothing too puzzly. I f- yeah, whereas I felt these like... had more of a you had to think a little more yeah and and yeah they they were much more like i'm thinking back to like even like the vulture and electro fight uh, yeah in the first game like vulture was pretty much dodge press triangle to zip to him and punch him a lot that's true you're right and um electro you i think you just webbed up like the generators like there was there was like it was smart in that game to put two enemies together because other of like separately they would have been pathetically easy so having yeah. to micromanage two yeah. or like two of them at the same time definitely made it more difficult. But like in this game, I feel like they did a better job at taking one foe and making it so you really have to figure out their patterns and figure out a way to defeat them. That's true. Um, a lot of that You're came down to right. the Rhino. Oh, sorry. No, just a lot of that came down to like Miles's uh, Venom powers. Um, 
and that was a that was a and new also, and gameplay also element. Their ability to take those away, yeah, yeah, because that was that was the problem I was having with the second Rhino fight when he has the rocks on armor. Mm-hmm. Is that it's not just the Rhino; you're getting hit with mobs, yeah, that are throwing yeah. grenades and bolas, and you have to simultaneously dodge them while dodging his stomp attacks and his throw attacks. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I mentioned this in the last game review. The when there are larger as the mobs of enemies grow larger and larger, the combat starts to kind of become a shit show sometimes. Um, that's actually one of the reasons I liked it better in this game because you have the venom abilities. Yeah, so you, you have more crowd control. Mask. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Fighting fighting regular enemies, including brutes, was a lot easier. But fighting, yeah, you're right. The boss fights were a lot more sophisticated. What in I this one. What I think is, it's not so much the volume of enemies that makes the combat, uh, kind of kind of slip a little bit. I think it's more so what the what the enemies can do, and I think if we right. had those more difficult enemies that still have those abilities, um, but there's less of them, it would be a lot more manageable. But they're throwing so much at you, and when you've got guys that can, yeah, eliminate eliminate your ability to use venom powers and hit you so hard that you have to use your venom your venom to uh, to heal while you're being sniped at, and, and while you, and like especially in the context of the Rhino fight, you need to you need to power up the generators before you throw them at him, like. Mm-hmm. It just it made for a very, very overly difficult experience, at least for me. Um, I like that fight a lot. It was one of my favorite ones. I think my favorite fight was mm. was the Prowler boss fight. Hmm. Because it was it it had emotional yes. highs, and it was a much more interesting fight than the others because he starts with each phase of it. He bring he breaks out like a new gadget that he uses That's against true. you. Yeah. Yes. And. It was more yeah. interesting than like throwing more enemies on the screen that you have to manage, um, or even even Finn. I felt like she was using like all she really did was change up her attack patterns. Uh, it was all the same stuff with each one. There, there were some new things in later phases, but it was still just cha- a change up of the attack patterns. With with Prowler, it was first phase you got you have one gadget to deal with the next one he adds in a new one the third one he adds in a new one and it was oh a much more interesting fight in my opinion that reminds me uh, sorry I, I think this is an important point to bring up and this is also a completionist perspective but the fact that i was already having beef with prowler but i was doing his side mission where i you know do the music and then i get the the suit it felt wrong <laughs> like yeah i wish i would have done that before i progressed in the story or after yeah and I, I i agree i didn't i didn't really do that stuff i my approach to the side stuff in this game as it was with the first one was i do it as i'm going to like main story if i'm zipping to a main story quest and there happens to be an underground cache like pretty much on the path I swing by and I do that, and then I continue on to my on to my um, destination. Yeah, because right. you unlock you unlock collectibles, new collectibles all throughout the game, and it's such a pain in the ass to go swing around and get all of one, then do st- two story missions, and you unlock a new collectible. Where is it? All over the map again. It yeah, just it, it seems unreasonable to go around the whole map getting one thing when in a couple missions you're going to have another yeah. thing that you have to go around and get. So that's true. It worked out for me. Streamlining it, yeah. What's that? 
Jason. All I said was you're just streamlining it. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess it worked out in my favor that I never hit, like, I never hit one of those, like, Prowler uh, or um, music sample collectibles during the time where I have beef with Uncle Aaron. Yeah. Uh, By the way, I thought that was a really cool collectible idea. It, it frustrated me at first. I was like, where the hell do I go? What I do like I do? It, I feel like it didn't do the best job at explaining itself. Yeah. Um, but once I got it down, I thought it was really I thought it was a really yeah. cool creative idea. Uh the payoff was really neat. I liked the suit and I really liked the the beat that you got once you got all the sound samples. Yeah, that was, was cool. Pretty... And you can go to sleep to it at the very end of the game. Oh, can you? Yeah, like you can play it, and then Miles goes to sleep, and then he wakes up with a post-it note on his chest. Oh, you, you mean? You mean? The, oh, I didn't. I guess postcard. I didn't. I guess I didn't hear it um, when you when when I went to sleep at the end of the game. But that's cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I guess we could just talk about the other collectibles real quick. Um. I thought the postcards at the Jason. Did you even do the any of these? Uh, I did a lot of the um, the chests for like the tech pieces yeah. to do like some upgrades and get some suits and whatnot. Uh, I was not interested at all in doing the um, doing the, uh, the prowler beat thing. I mean, it, it was just like getting the sounds. I would have preferred something like collecting records that you can listen to or something like that. Um, Especially, I thought we were going to get something like that, considering in the beginning you go yeah. through your dad's records, which I thought was cooler because, like, like nothing. I, I like hip hop, but like jazz is and R and B is more connected to Harlem than mm-hmm. hip hop. Just historic, culturally speaking, like going back to the '60s, and like, you know, but um, but anyway, like I thought we would get something like that and we'd be able to like choose what mu- music to listen to, but I was kind of disappointed in that. But I did do some of the side stuff like that, p- particularly hunting for the chests and things like that. Did you do any of the postcards after beating the game? No. Okay. As soon as I was done, as soon as I finished the final mission, I was done. <laughs> okay. I was done. The uh yeah, I I Galila and I can talk to that real quick then. Yeah, I I thought the postcards were kind of a sweet tribute to Jefferson Davis. Yeah. Uh, Jason, and for the audience that might not have done it, the the postcards are, are a collectible that you get after beating the game and you go back home and sleep. Um, you wake up to a postcard on 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 top of you, and it's a it's a birthday scavenger hunt around the city. Um, from with, his mom. Yeah, with voice recordings from his dad. It was a planned it was a planned mm-hmm. birthday scavenger hunt that they they were intended to do before he had died. Yeah. Um so you got little voice recordings about like uh about like relevant spaces like you find one at the museum that he talks about like dragging uh dragging Finn and and Miles to when they were kids, but they actually wound up loving it and his favorite restaurant and he was talking about it and, and kind of digging into the relationship he had with, with his brother. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the sound samples also dig into that relationship too, which yeah. was really interesting to learn about. And, and it, as, it, as it pertains to this universe. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I really liked them and I thought the payoff, I did. the payoff so at the, the end of the post sounds like stuff was... that should have been in the main story. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, the thing is, though, it, it, it really led you there naturally. Um, I yeah. felt like as soon as I went home and woke up, like, I, I, I felt like I had to do it. It almost felt like part of the story. Because I was doing this on a recording. I was like, okay, I guess that's the end. Oh, no, I had to start recording and just kidding because it felt it just flowed right into that collectible. It was almost like an epilogue. Yeah. yeah. And and it was a nice way for, for Miles to have closure on, on his dad's death because he was still very anxious about it, you know, with his mom being in the political space and stuff like that. Yeah. I felt like this was like his way of like just kind of coming to terms with it. Yeah. It was really sweet. Um, with that, I, I think that's all the collectibles, right? Like we, we don't really have to talk about the bases. There was everything and, else. There was like yeah. stuff from, from, to learn about Finn and, and Miles' oh, relationship. there were the, yeah, the, um, the time capsules. Time capsules, yeah. They were oh, like yeah. the backpacks I, I of this game. Yeah. yeah. Um, they, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, it was it was neat because they tried to kind of contextualize Finn and Miles' relationship, um, but they weren't nearly as interesting as no. like getting a getting one of Peter Parker's old backpacks and finding a relic from like one of his past scuffles with one of the villains and stuff. You know, yeah, like it's Definitely. it's no like getting a backpack and finding a vial of Sandman sand. Like that, yeah. that was so much cooler than oh man, here's tickets to that concert we went to that one time. It was mm-hmm. a really cool show. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. Um, it it all ties into like how how they didn't do the best job at making that relationship believable. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Jason, you talked a little bit about it. I, I I assume you did the the side the side quest like the side quest line re- uh, uh, regarding Fisk. Did you, did you, I guess you completed that quest line? I don't, I don't think I finished it all the way. I think the last one I did was something regarding the shelter. Like they were trying to get rid of the shelter so that there'd be crime. Did you, they would have crime to reign over. Did you see the, uh, you didn't see the conversation with Fisk that he has? Oh no, I did not see that. Okay. All right, I was wondering. I, I was hoping to hear your take on that, but basically, what what it boiled down to was, yeah, like he has a, he finds a, a hideout in in the last mission of it. He finds a hideout, and they find out that it's Fisk from the raft, um, working to uh to to make it so that he can still control the city with crime uh from from prison. Um, of course, yeah, I. <laughs> I honestly kind of wish that they had done a different side quest line. I just felt like this was really predictable and lame. Yeah, it's just like, mm-hmm. you know, Fisk, Fisk, I mean, it's just their way of acknowledging that Fisk just has so much freaking power. And they, yeah. the game would, the game didn't need it, but it, I, I thought it was like, okay, cool. Like, yeah, I know. I get it. He's like that in every iteration of Fisk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, but I do overall like the side quests a lot more in this game than I did in the original. They felt more integrative into the story and the and and Harlem. Um, like like Jason mentioned, the whole feast uh, mission was really cool, mm-hmm. and then there was a side mission with Haley, and I just really liked them. They were more interesting, less like stupid. Yeah, I liked What's... the side quests better than most of the main story quests. <laughs> yeah, I liked the one where you had to, the guy the guys 
the guy's cat. Like, yeah, uh, everybody yeah, the getting bodega robbed, cat. and you have to go find their stuff. Spider-Man. And the bodega, yeah, the bodega cat. That's it's named Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, that that the dialogue in those actually felt like natural. Like it felt like that's something Spider-Man. Like that's the kind of thing I'm talking about when I say um, I would have preferred to see more street level like Spider-Man going on in this game. Um, those are the kinds of things I'm talking about. Well, yeah, and like and, it, it feels natural. It feels like an old school Spider-Man comic. Like, yeah, I I, agree. Think, I can see that for sure. I do think that they perfected it because of the app. I yeah. really liked the idea of the friendly neighborhood app because it. If first of all, it was intuitive as hell. Yeah, I you swipe left on the touchpad and think slow to a crawl so that you can pick a mission and you just pick it on the fly and you go and you do it. You don't have to open your map to put up a waypoint. Mm-hmm. You just you just swipe, select, and then continue. Mm-hmm. I thought that was fucking incredible. It was it, yeah. just because it was it made it so simple and it didn't halt the game. It didn't it didn't bring the game to a halt like too often. Um and yeah the map yeah. structures like there were there were two different types of, of side missions. They were like nor- the side mission quest line and there was um like just these app activities that like hey this person reported they need help and it's something as like mundane as like oh man i just got off a shift at the hospital and these fucking dudes took my car and you gotta yeah. go and find the car and it, it, it kind of it gave me the impression this uh the same way that the, the side missions in um ghost of tsushima did mm-hmm. where none of them take yeah. longer than five to ten minutes yeah. And with this game, you have the added benefit of like swinging through the city really quickly to go and complete them. So it makes it a little more fun in that regard. Um, I really like those activities. I wish there were more of those rather than like even just the, the side missions of the side quest line. Um, I maybe I'd feel differently if I liked the side quest line better, but you know, it is what it is. But yeah, I, I really like the idea of that app. I hope they do something as intuitive in the next game. Um, yeah, they have to. Because holy shit, that was just that was that that was what a great idea. Yeah. Um Yeah. yeah well, I wouldn't I, be I'm surprised glad if in the next game they try to Oh, sorry. No, no, I was just going to say I'm glad they didn't have stupid screwball missions <laughs> oh, yeah. or anything like that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I think the I think the Peter leaving behind like training um training caches and whatnot for Miles to find and be like, "Oh, today we're going to focus on dodging." Like, yeah. that was way better than fucking Screwball being yeah. like, hey, I need you to jump mm. through hoops for my followers. Yeah. Hashtag <laughs> hoops. I don't know. I, f- I fucking hate Hashtag screwball. fuck Screwball. Sorry, I, what were you going to say, Jason? I fucking hated her. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> no, all I was going to say was I have a feeling the that was a test. That whole app concept was a test for the future. Like, a, a future game could very well just have constant updates with you know, throwing in new mm. mini missions, side missions, almost like a, uh, a, what's, what's the, what's the phrase that we're referring to them as now? Is it games as a service, uh, constantly updated games? Game. Service, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Um, I don't think they, they'll level, they'll ever go that I'm, far. But no, I'm not saying that they'll make Spider-Man a game as a service. I'm just saying they'll, They'll leave in that ability to throw in new mission packs as right. like dates. No, I, or, I, 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 you don't I, even necessarily have to pay for them. 
No, I think what they I think what they could do at the very least is just make a make a a wide variety of those missions and they just kind of they mm-hmm. just kind of pop up randomly throughout the game. Um as and as long as the the incentive and the rewards to do them are there, like players will go do them. I don't know that they'll ever go so far as to like make it a live service thing where like they'll they'll be adding like mission packs where now you get these missions if you want to do them. I don't know. I I I, I don't see that happening personally. I, I kind of hope that doesn't happen. I think yeah. that's taking it a, a step I hope too it far. I hope it doesn't happen too. But I could very well see like. Hey, here's a DLC. We have a short storyline of, I don't know, Green Goblin, and here's a DLC. We have a short Vulture storyline. I could easily see that happening, but I hope it doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm a cynical man. <laughs> uh, just two other things. I, I guess I want to bring up before we get to the final question. Um, which, no, yeah, there's still something we could talk about there. Um. What was your what was your favorite suit, Delilah? I think you you really liked the the winter suit. What was yeah? What it were just some went with the vibes. Um. Oh my god, I forget what they're called. The one with the cool eyes that you get. Yeah, yeah, that's the uh, one. It looked I like Michael, like like a Michael Jackson kind of. Oh, twenty twenty three ninety nine. Yeah, twenty three ninety nine was cool. Okay, and the Mega Man looking yeah. one was also cool. For, for, I'm sorry, I forgot oh, the name. Oh, the um. Oh, it's fine. It, it it was it was striker i think it was it was one it was named after one of the uh one of the ta- the team names yeah um not uh, not shield not aim i don't know i don't know the marvel lore as, as as much as i do it was one of the acronyms but i can't remember which one okay. it looked like a common rider Man, tatsunoko <laughs> kind of suit um i my my favorite was the Into the Spider Verse suit. <laughs> I just yeah, not even See, just because of the I suit. Liked it in... Go ahead, Jason. Oh, all I was gonna say was I liked it, like just looking at it in the menu. But then when I put it on and started playing, I remembered how sick because of the way the frames move in that animation style. Well, you could turn that. Like off. I told you guys about this when I watched the movie. Yeah, yeah, you did. Oh, I didn't realize you could turn off. Um, yeah, because yeah, it, because it, it's just it made, a separate it made me sick. It's a yeah, it's a separate mod, so just you could you could you could set it on any suit if you wanted to, and obviously just unequip oh, it. Oh, okay. But I don't know. I I, I loved did, that. I did like the mod. I did like the mod that like did the pow bang when you punch people. That was cool. Okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I I love that suit. My my favorite suit from the first game was the was the one that made it was like the cartoon looking suit yeah which i really liked how mm-hmm. that looked and how it clashed and contrasted with the with the realistic environment and it's the same reason i really like this suit not to mention i really 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 like into the spider-verse um but yeah i love the same. i love the frame the frame rate um modification and adding in the uh yeah the the, the, the comic strip pals and and booms and whatever i i like that too but yeah, that was definitely my favorite suit. I also really liked the Prowler suit. Yeah. And I thought that for the the reward for completing all the app activities, getting the uh the Black Lives Matter tribute, getting that yeah. suit, I really liked that suit as well. Mm-hmm. Um it was pretty much 
his normal suit, but instead of the the the, the red webbing, it was yellow. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I liked that a lot. Um, I liked the suits. Yeah. Uh, the last thing I want to ask is, like, did did you guys like the soundtrack? Because I loved it. Oh hell yeah! I mean, it was just a remix of the Spider-Man yeah. song, they, they, and from the beginning when the Marvel uh, intro is going, it like remixes. Uh, John John Pesano, I think, is the composer. Yeah, pretty pretty much did a lot of the same orchestral cues, but added in uh, hip hop beats. And I really liked the the singles that were included. Uh, the Jaden Smith one. I didn't really like the Jaden Smith song on the on the into the spider-verse soundtrack as much but i really like the song in this game see that that those songs i don't like like if if i just listened to it like without miles like, yeah. i wouldn't have liked it as much but if for some reason it fits well with, with yeah miles. i i mean yeah if i just heard that mm-hmm. song outside of the context of the game i would yeah. have been like yeah whatever the sounds this yeah it that definitely has that attachment of I now associate that song with this game and it makes me think of the game like the game, like the song. Yeah. I, I'll agree with you there. And it yeah. made sense to his character. He he makes hip hop. He likes hip hop. Yeah. I just loved like that and during combat and even traversing like it, the, the music was completely different from the original game, making it feel more like miles than just a Spider-Man game. Yeah. For sure, like, the whole game was just a remix. I didn't notice. Yeah, Sorry. I didn't. I didn't notice too many differences with like the orchestral stuff. Like I did notice, like they threw some like hip hop beats in there. I did notice that. I don't know. It's just like I, I'm thinking, and obviously we're talking about like a movie versus a game. One of the things I did like about like the um, Into the Spider Verse movie was like you had like actual hip hop tunes like you had some biggie in there yeah. you had so whereas like i feel like i don't know the hip-hop here sounded more like modern corporate quote-unquote hip-hop which that's, that's almost like saying corporate punk i mean that's if fair. you understand my meaning no yeah yeah, yeah. and th- that that's that's a fair assessment and i i, I think that's because you know films will tend to use a licensed soundtrack where they get other artists involved and this had that but not nearly to the extent that a film would um i mean it's it's the different yeah it's the difference of having like a video game score versus a a a film soundtrack it's they were never gonna fork out the budget to get like like, a soundtrack it's not a a huge thing at the end of the day like it's not like oh my god this broke the game for me no yeah i (laughs) I, I gotcha i honestly did notice the soundtrack that much any differences between this one and the last one other than like the subtle hip hop beats thrown in here and there. Okay, I I I, I just loved it. And I wanted to bring it up. I um, too. all right. Did you guys have anything else before I go to the final question? Nope, I don't think so. No, I just overall nice little remix of a uh, of a uh, the original Spider Man game to make it feel like a Miles game. That's it. Yeah. I liked it. I oh I I did want to ask you guys a question because like. I def like I, I said at the top. To me, this was a twenty dollar expansion, or it should have been. Mm-hmm. I don't know. How do you guys feel about the price point? Because I've seen, I'm seeing all over the internet people, so bitching and moaning about. I don't. This. Yeah, I, I've seen it too. I don't think it should have been fifty dollars. I think forty would have been acceptable. 
um, there was no way it was going to be cheaper than forty dollars, right? Because we're now we're it, with this new generation, we now have um, the the standardized yeah games, the standardized yeah. price for video games is now increasing to seventy dollars, which frankly is long overdue. We've gone two generations of them being sixty. Um, games are just getting more and more expensive to make. I'm not surprised that it jumped to seventy for this game. Yeah, I think they could have gone with a with a forty dollar price point, and a it still would have sold very well because it's got the Spider Man name attached to it, and and b it, it'd be more indicative of what you're getting, which is that smaller, more condensed standalone expansion that they were billing it as in the first place. Um, I do still think this was a full game. I think that the length of it was. Like, it was a shorter game. I still think it was a... The, the length was totally fine. Um, I didn't think it was too short. And I didn't think it was lacking in too much content. But yeah. I totally can see why $50 uh, was a little too... And, and again, going back to, like, the Ultimate Edition debacle, $70, it's the only way to get Spider-Man remastered. I get why that sucks. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I think $40 is definitely the sweet spot... Um, 50 if you account how much like you know next gen is changing with the price point so you just bump it up 10 from like what lost legacy was when it started yeah but like if you don't want to pay that much don't you just wait like that's not that the game's gonna go on sale eventually it might even come to ps plus soon um i i it's not like it's not like me spending 10 more dollars uh affected my experience of the game i don't feel like i got robbed or anything like that but then again no, yeah. i'm also not in a position where every dollar counts i was very satisfied with my experience despite the price point um and like mark said i do feel like it was a full game i felt like it was a more consolidated version which felt better nothing was repeated i didn't feel like i was doing the same shit over and over again like you have a game that has 80 hours of worth of content and you're doing the same shit at, at a certain point it becomes redundant i'd rather it just be consolidated uh and concise like this game was yeah. and so I don't I don't think length and price really like have to weigh each other out. No, I I've mm -hmm. I've never felt that way. I think I think mm -hmm. to buy a game for $60 and to expect it to give you over 100 hours worth of content is naive and ridiculous. Yeah. I don't I don't see not how every game you is going to be the Witcher. Yeah. Well, it's not even it's not even that. It's that like why does the why the quantity of time, the amount of time that you spend on something should not determine how much you enjoy the thing. If you play yeah. the best game you've ever played and it only lasts you five hours, but it's the best thing, you've never enjoyed something more than Shadow that five hours. Yeah. There you go. It's like Shadow of the Colossus, it's a very short game. Um, if you've, but if it, it's, it's a super memorable experience, it's stuck with a lot of people. Now, like to, to quantify the amount of time you spend on that game, which could be ten hours, and say, mm -hmm. "Oh, that's not worth sixty dollars," I think is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, no, I def I definitely agree that the dollar per hour argument is bullshit. I think, <clears throat> excuse me, I think that my only just to play devil's advocate because I do agree that like time wise, like. Even though the game, the main story at least is like six to eight, only six to eight hours, like that does that really shouldn't determine the price. I think what irks me about the price is that this is almost entirely an asset flip, with the exception of performances, you know, getting the new mocap, getting the voice acting, 
um, and doing adding a few extra game mechanics. Like, I I feel like almost if if they had added on a new like Brooklyn area, like Miles generally is depicted as living in Brooklyn. Yeah. Like if they had added on like a separate area, that would be one thing. I guess the thing that irks me a little is just that it's the exact same map and that's and that's enemies for all intents and purposes. That's understandable. There is a lot of repeated content. And I mean content as in like yeah, like assets. Like the map itself is is, is pretty much the same in almost everywhere. I, I get that and I, I could I could understand the, the uh the argument and the disappointment there. Um, and I also yeah. I also do want to point out that when it comes to time spent on something, um, Delilah and I are coming from a very skewed viewpoint because yeah. we are trophy hunters. Uh, we both went and played the game <laughs> a second time. Can't say a lot of people are going to go do that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I did. I do want to bring that up just just because j- just to show our um, our bias, I guess in how we play games versus how a lot of others might. So like we won't feel that the that the game was priced too high because we went through and and did everything. Did everything. Got our money's worth a little more than Which a lot is of which is why they'll be like, "Oh, Haley, I loved that character." And I'll be like, "Who, who the yeah, fuck?" Yeah, that's why we yeah, we dedicated like a whole 2 minutes <laughs> trying to explain to Jason who the fuck Haley is. Um but all right, I know I know who Spider Man is, not the superhero. Cat. <laughs> um. Okay. Final question. I we kind of covered a lot of what I had to ask. Well, I'll just ask the last thing. Uh, do we do we think there'll be a co op mode in the next game? I think that they'll just go back and forth between Spider Man and Miles. Okay. I, I feel like in a co op, it might take away from it. Um. Because how you get to like you got to control who swings yeah, where maybe I uh, yeah I think how it would do you balance be, that yeah for combat I think if it's if it, if that something like that were to be implemented it would be messy at worst yeah Competent maybe they can best. do like a cha- like those uh, challenge modes or maybe the areas that you take over maybe that can be a co op option hmm. I think. I, yeah, I would just wanted to say single player, and like maybe they structure the missions in a way where you could take certain ones on as a different character if you wanted to, mm. um, or if they really if they really want to, uh, I don't want to, I, I hate to use the word bloat, but if they really want to bloat out the content amount, have certain things that are only available to one, certain things that are only available to the other, so that you are kind of forced to change uh, when you want to do like yeah one side mission that's only available to miles but yeah i don't really want to see co-op i think that would be a mistake yeah Yeah. i would also like to see if they're like we were talking about venom earlier if they're going to be introducing venom into into this uh what is it earth uh 1048 universe Mm -hmm. i would very much like to see that as a separate game handled by a different studio that is rated m yeah, I, mean, I know. What... I, I know. I probably won't get that wish because they're going to want to make as much money from it as possible. But yeah. if they're going to introduce Venom as a playable character, I would. I would like it in those circumstances. Yeah, I, I, I could. 
I could see that, and I respect it. But I suppose... I suppose we'll see. It seems like this Venom is going to be a different Venom than the typical one we see, so... Who knows? But... Um, I had a segment I wanted to to, to bring back, but uh, I'll save it for the next episode. Um, yeah. Just because we're running a little high on time. I think it'll be perfect for the next episode, yeah, actually. I, I agree. Uh, Jason, what's the Kwasniki rating on this bad yeah. boy? Oh, shit. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> um... Wow, the one time I remember and he doesn't think about it. Yeah. You know what? I'll give it a... Um, a... Oh boy. Shit, I can't do that. Because <laughs> that's what I give. I'll give it a uh, six Spider-Man cats out of out of ten. Okay, that's because higher. I did. I will say, I will say, I enjoyed the gameplay here more than I did the other one. Okay. Even even if I even if I thought the story was extremely extremely flawed, though for different reasons, um, I, I liked what they added to the formula. Like you said, Mark, I thought they added good crowd control. I liked they enhanced the stealth elements, mm-hmm. which were always awesome. So, okay, that was fun. That's uh, that's higher than I expected. So, hooray! <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, are we uh, are we good to wrap up? Yes. Cool. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, Delilah, what are you doing? You got anything to plug? Uh, I did a full playthrough of Spider-Man. It's already done and up on YouTube, Assassina-san. And I'm doing a full playthrough of Demon Souls right now. Uh, and I've been streaming Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Okay. That's pretty much it. We'll, uh, we'll talk Demon Souls in a couple weeks. Yeah. For the, for the next episode. <laughs> um, the next episode, just so everyone knows, is going to be a bonus episode. Uh, I'm in the process of moving... I'm not going to have time for a couple weeks to sit down and just plow through a game. Um, So we're going to do a bonus episode where we bring forth our personal top five games of a generation and then maybe try to put together a collective top five games of the generation. Mm, That's going to be so hard. It's going to be hard, (laughs) but we're going to talk through it. It's going to be fun. Um, Yeah, so so definitely join us for that. Uh, We will be resuming a typical regular episode of reap the spoils come january and jason what game will we be playing for that episode uncharted 2 among thieves (laughs) i was hoping he was gonna sing the theme yeah we're gonna we're gonna resume we we did an episode of uncharted it was the theme i just cut it off huh I said it was the theme. I just cut it off. Yeah, I, I was hoping. That I just you... didn't want to go too long. Okay. He was glad you did it. I was glad you did it. Anyway, whatever. Um. Oh, <laughs> we did an episode on the first Uncharted. Uh, well over a year ago, I think. So we're gonna we're gonna resume uh our Uncharted discussions with Uncharted Two, Among Thieves. Look forward to that in January. Uh, you got plenty of time. It's not too long of a game, so go ahead and play it and come back and and listen to us talk about it. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at NibbleHymian. You can follow Delilah on Twitter at Assassina underscore San. You can follow Jason on Twitter at SolidQuaz. But don't follow him. He doesn't have. He doesn't do anything interesting. Um, if you liked this episode, if you're listening on YouTube, uh, give it a thumbs up. You can go ahead and subscribe to the channel. Uh, be much appreciated. Leave us a comment. Tell us what you liked. Tell us what you didn't like. 
Uh, if you listen to this on Apple Podcasts or any podcast service, I think you can only rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Give us a rating. Give us a review. Uh, five stars preferred, obviously. And again, tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us what you want to see, what you want to hear. Uh, just let us know. I love the feedback. I'm so happy that there are people uh, giving us that, telling us we're doing a great job, uh, even people giving giving constructive criticism, um, making turning me into a better producer, better host. I really, really appreciate it. You have no idea how much. Um, oh, yeah. Feel free to shit on me in the comments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, I can take it. Yeah. <laughs> We'll, we'll we'll see you guys next time for the bonus episode and then Uncharted 2. Thanks for listening. Bye bye.